Welcome to Being Boss, episode number 28. Get your business together. Get yourself into what you do and see it through. Being boss is hard. Blending work and life is messy. Making a dream job of your own isn't easy. But getting paid for it, becoming known for it, and finding purpose in it is so doable. If you do the work. Being Boss is a podcast for creative entrepreneurs, brought to you by Emily Thompson and Kathleen Shannon. Hi, I'm Emily, and I own Indie Shopography, where I help passionate entrepreneurs establish and grow their business online by helping them build brands that attract and websites that sell. I help my clients launch their business so they can do more of what they love and make money doing it. And I'm Kathleen. I'm the co-owner of Braid Creative, where I specialize in branding and business visioning for creative entrepreneurs who want to blend who they are with what they do, narrow in on their core genius, and shape their content so they can position themselves as experts to attract more dream clients. And Being Boss is a podcast where we're talking shop, giving you a peek behind the scenes of what it takes to build a business, interviewing other working creatives, and figuring it out as we go right there with you. Check out our archives at lovebeingboss.com. This episode is brought to you by FreshBooks Cloud Accounting. All right, you guys, today is just me and Emily, and we're going to be talking about what we've been up to this summer. We're going to give you a little peek behind the curtain on our vacations and how taking a vacation has affected our business, including some of the big picture thinking. We're going to be talking a little bit about how we've kept our businesses running even while we're away. So yeah, here we go. Hi, Kathleen. Hey, Emily. <laughs> Long time no see. Right? Okay, so right now, I have to tell you all, Emily is in my house, and we are in separate rooms recording over Skype because we got some fancy new microphones. Yes, we did. They're very nice. Um, so it's just kind of funny being in the same house and other bedrooms, but recording like we normally do. So the reason why Emily is here is because she's been on her 40 day road trip and came through Oklahoma city, which is where I live. Yep. Emily, how's your vacation been? Tell us what you've been up to. Oh, Dude, I've been up to so many things. So I guess at this point, what is today? Today is today is actually the 6th of July that we're recording this. Um, so we are 36 days into our 40-day adventure. We'll be home this weekend, <laughs> which is kind of a crazy thing. We left on June 1st, and we traveled north to Indiana to see my grandmother, who lives in northern Indiana. And then from there, we went west, and we did um, – we've done all kinds of things. We um, – we camped in Minnesota for a couple of nights. We drove through South Dakota and had a really crazy night in like some national grasslands. <laughs> and we saw Mount Rushmore and we did um, Yellowstone and we went up to the Pacific Northwest. We stayed a night um, at uh, on Mount Rainier, which is probably one of my favorite campsites. We've done a lot of camping, which has been crazy. I have not camped in over seven years. <laughs> and so we've done a whole lot of camping this trip and I have loved it so much. Um, and then we traveled south on uh, 101 and uh, stayed with some friends around California. 
and spent a couple of days in Colorado, and we left Colorado yesterday and drove to see Kathleen in Oklahoma City. Yay! So we, yay! It's, um, it's been a really fun fun crazy trip i know we did a minnesota a couple of um couple of weeks ago that was um me talking about how stressed out i was do you remember that that minisode we did it was like your four questions oh uh yeah because you thought that you were what did you, you were like are we crazy yeah because i felt so, like we okay here's where we need to admit that we pre-recorded all the episodes that you all have been listening to up until now, even yep. this one's kind of pre-recorded, but soon we're going to catch back up. So that's kind of a interesting thing. Yeah. I so can't remember what we've said. Yeah, I, I can't remember what we said about a lot of them too. Um, but but yeah, so we, we did. We did a lot of pre-recording um, before I left. Um, Kathleen and I were seeing each other almost every day. <laughs> to do- it was crazy. Y'all. Like, I feel like we almost burned ourselves out on this podcast. Yeah, we we were hitting it pretty hardcore and did a whole lot of pre-recording so that I could take this trip, but also so that we could just generally like, or you could take take your trips. Yeah, and then just generally take a break from podcasting because um, I mean we absolutely love it, but we do have lives and jobs separately from the podcast. So it was really good to be able to hustle out a whole lot of them and then really kind of take, we've legitimately taken a month off from the podcast, um, from each other. (laughs) A little bit. I feel like I haven't seen you or talked to you in forever. Um, and um, and then we, we both hit the road. So we've both taken some some trips. What what have you been up to, Kathleen? Hmm. Well, um, so I took a trip probably – when was that? That's like the beginning of June. Um, we went to Seaside, Florida, which is where the Truman Show, that movie with Jim Carrey was filmed. Yeah. So it's a lot like that movie where everything is really perfect and manicured and it's a vacation that my family takes every year and it, we rent a house and it's fun because we know what to expect. Um, this year we rented some paddle boards and did some paddle boarding on the ocean and that was great. We saw a dolphin and started to oh, kind of like wow. chase a dolphin on the paddleboard. Um, and then I went straight from F- Florida to the giant conference in Charleston, South Carolina. And so I was speaking, I, I was had a speaking gig there and we had heard great things about Charleston. So I brought my husband and baby along on that trip. And my best friend, Liz, who also works with me at Braid Creative, she drove down from Durham, North Carolina, her and her husband, and they hung out with us there in Charleston. Um, so yeah, we had a good couple of trips. I do have to mention um, that the shooting that happened in Charleston happened while we were there. And oh, wow. it's Yeah, yeah. It was really awful. And it was such a cool um city and that was a really tragic thing to happen and I don't have really the words to talk about how awful that situation was um and I don't want the podcast to get too political but (laughs) that is straight up racist and it was straight up terrorism and I just have to you know throw that out there because I was there but other than just being there at the same time um anyway Oh, I'm so I'm so sad that you had to deal with that in Charleston. I've never been to Charleston, but I've heard such great things, and I've lived like I've lived in the South my entire life. Um, and it, I'm sad that you had to experience like that side of the South, but that's it's what we deal with too. So um, I'm sorry, but 
I'm glad that you enjoyed Charleston. Oh, well, and like, you don't have to apologize to me because it it didn't at all really, um, you know, it just, it's just a shitty thing that happened and not even saying that I feel like I'm brushing it off, which I'm not at all. It was just, okay. So here's what really happened. I sent out a newsletter talking about, um, elevating the mundane and talking about finding inspiration in the everyday grind. And someone replied because I was kind of mentioning my trips and they were like, Oh, I can't believe you didn't mention the shooting in this letter and that you were in Charleston. Like it just seems, it seems awful that you didn't mention it. And so now I'm like taking that feedback and I'm like, well, maybe I should mention it here because how can I talk about Charleston without talking about the shooting? That said, I replied to them and I said, I think it would be more crass to talk about the Charleston shooting, which honestly, um, in the grand, it, it didn't affect my trip. It didn't affect, like, it was just this awful thing that happened. Um, and, and it's not cool. And obviously like my heart goes out, but I'm not going to sell and launch my e-course in the same breath as talking about a shooting. Like that seemed more obscene to (laughs) me. And so like, honestly being boss, our podcast, it's not quite the place to talk about it. It's a thing that happened and it was awful, but, um, it's not, it's not what we're focusing on. So I just wanted to say, yes, I was there. I was there whenever it happened. It was awful. I don't have the right words to talk about it. There are a lot of people who are doing a great job of talking about it, um, but I'm not one of those. But obviously, I think it was an awful thing. That's, I guess, what I'm trying to say. And Emily and I were talking about doing even an episode on feedback, and we've been getting a lot of feedback some of it is nice. Some of it is not so nice. And how do you deal with that feedback? How do you keep it from keeping you from sharing and putting yourself out there? Um, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today, we're talking about our summer vacation. And we really want to talk about being boss while you're on vacation and what you can learn along the way. What does it mean for your business? How can you keep a thriving business happening while also Uh, making your life happen and doing things like taking vacation. So Emily, what, like, I'm sure that being on the road so much, especially, I find that I do a lot of deep thinking. I don't know if it's the vibrations of the car or seeing new (laughs) things or um, being in the car gets me thinking. So I'm curious if you had any insights or revelations while you were on your road trip, particularly about your business or business model or how you want to continue to grow indie shopography or the podcast or any of the things that you're doing. What did you learn along the way? Sure. So I'm the same way. I love, I love riding in the car. Like even since I was a kid, I get, I get car sick, (laughs) which is, which is a little, um, unfortunate. Um, so whenever I am riding in the car, I can't do things like I'm either driving um, or I'm looking because I can't read and I can't like mess with things with my hand. If I'm not looking up, I'm like throwing up. So, um, I do, I get a whole lot of time to just like really sit and think and look at things, um, which has been really nice. And we have, um, I think by the end of this trip, we will have put over 8,000 miles on our car, like for this trip, which is, which is pretty massive. Actually, we may end up doing hitting about 9,000 by the end of it. Um, 
So I've had 9,000, or I will have had 9,000 miles to think, um, which is a lot of thinking to do. And I, I've thought, obviously, a lot about my business. It's funny. I was talking to you earlier about how, you know, 40 days of, of this trip, I thought it was going to be like a working vacation, something where I was able to take a lot of time to really to really do some work. Um, oh, yeah. I remember and... before you left, you were like, I'm going to write a book. Do you remember that? Do you remember <laughs> saying that? You're like, I'm in the I think I do write. remember saying I'm going that. to write a book. I didn't write a book. I, I would just let that out now. I did not write a book. I didn't do much writing other than emails, um, which which is where I get into, you know, this idea of being a traveling entrepreneur is so glamorous. <laughs> um, but being a traveling entrepreneur and working on the road is really hard. I mean, I take it for granted living in the South where there, you know, are there's a little town at least every, I don't know, couple of miles. But you go out West and you go 30 miles without seeing another human being there. That doesn't make for great Wi-Fi connection um, or for even great self cell phone service. So um, a lot, I've definitely found that in traveling, the places that you think are going to have the best reception where you can get the best work done are the places where you have no connectivity and you can get no work done. Um, and the places that you would anticipate to be the worst are the places where you tend to have the best. Uh, for example, uh, we were in, um, God, any place we were in, you know, Southern California, we were in Colorado, we were in like, you know, some heavily populated areas and had no, con no connectivity, like no, very little cell phone service. Um, if you don't have LTE. That's what I had zero Wi-Fi in Seaside. And even my cell phone was awful. My yeah. cell phone connection. Yeah, it's horrible. So I was in New York um, before we took this trip and had almost no cell phone service. I was in Orlando before that and had almost no cell phone service. Like the places, the heavy populated places need more cell phone towers. <laughs> um, How do people in New York and Florida get stuff done? I know. I know. Right. Um, so, so that is one thing I found is like the idea of being a traveling entrepreneur, unless you're going to really plan it out and do it right, it's really hard. Um, so the little bit of time that I did get to work, I spent like doing emails. Uh, so just generally managing my box or doing some client work. Um, and in terms of my business, that made me really realize that whenever I break down what I do, um, the things that have the highest impact, sadly, um, is emailing. And it really made me think a lot about how, how much time I spend emailing. Like if you, if you were only allowed to work about 15 hours a week, which is about how much time I was able to allot between literally full-time driving, setting up tents, like making food and generally living, <laughs> um, I was able to pull out about 15 hours of work a week. And what what it came down to for the place that I'm in in my business was emailing, so dealing with inquiries or uh, really mostly direct client work and also managing my team. Um, and some of the some of the, just the small design stuff that I had coming in that I had to look at. Um, we were launching a site, so it was doing um, doing sort of final walkthroughs of websites and looking at code and testing all the links and those sorts of things. Um, and then also finally doing. Um, like coaching calls with my clients. Um, so the, those calls that were still scheduled out, doing some of those. Um, so about 15 hours a week, bowled down to one-on-one -on -one client work and emails. <laughs> and my goal for this entire trip was to go and do uh, lots of writing. Like I had 
so many plans. And I, I've, I've done plenty of writing, like pre-writing. So like blog posts that I want to write or newsletters that I want to write um, or, you know, hopefully launching a new resource um, um, model for my business in the future and, you know, planning out what that looks like. Um, but I still haven't gotten to a place in my business where I really can just do the things that I want to do. Um, and that has made me rethink a lot of things. Uh, being on the road has been hugely enlightening. Um, and I definitely found that one of the things that I want to do is I love this podcast a mm-hmm. ton, a ton, a ton. I've thought about this a whole lot. Um, and I've also thought about the history, not the history, the future of indie shopography um, and what I want to do in the future um, with it so that I can travel more and I can enjoy my family more and enjoy like, you know, the benefits of working as hard as we do. Um, for me, that's traveling. And um, to do that, I think I'm going to have to stop doing so much one-on-one client work is the big revelation. <laughs> mm. So do you think that you're going to start um building more like product packages or digital products or ebooks e-courses I do um I think it's it's definitely going to be digital product um I have some plans for a really great uh really great resource center for for entrepreneurs who want to you know launch a business online um and I've outlined tons of that which has been really great you can outline things really well in a tent with a notebook (laughs) when you have no connectivity um so I was able to do a lot of that planning, but but it, it did make me think a whole lot about what it is that I do, what it is that I'm expected to do, and what it is that I want to do, um, which is really huge whenever you have a laptop that's dead with no Wi-Fi. You can really stop and think about what you want to do. Okay, so I want to pause for a second and talk about our sponsor, FreshBooks. FreshBooks has been one of our exclusive sponsors since almost the beginning And that's because we truly love them. And we think that you will too. You guys, it is so important for freelancers and business owners, and even those of you who have a day job and are still side hustling, to track your income and expenses. We were just chatting with FreshBooks last week, and they told us that on average, customers double their revenue in the first 24 months after using FreshBooks. What? Sign me up. FreshBooks is the easy-to-use invoicing software designed exclusively for small business owners who bill for their time and expertise. Bill like a boss and try FreshBooks for free for 30 days. Just go to freshbooks.com slash beingboss and enter beingboss in the how did you hear about us section when you sign up. All right, so let me ask you this, like, um, I want to dig back into the email because I want some more clarity around what you were saying there. If you only have 15 hours to work, for me, that could get sucked up real fast just doing email. So like for me, even in my daily grind, I don't know if you found this on your trip at all, but if if I want to get some writing done or if I want to do whatever it is that is creative... I need to do it first. Otherwise, I'll get bogged yeah. down into the admin. Yeah, email fast. email is ridiculous, guys. Like I'm I want <laughs> I want to start forming like a community of online entrepreneurs who manage email differently than is currently happening. And I don't know how to do that yet. I have some ideas and maybe we can just like 
I'll flesh this out one day. But I think that email is breaking the online entrepreneur. Yeah, like I, I'm really curious about email and I just don't, I, okay. I think the thing that I uncovered since the month that we've been gone is that there is no right or wrong way to do business or to do anything. Right. And I know that we, yeah. I, I feel like our podcast is really us talking shop and figuring it out as we go and helping our listeners figure it out as they go. But I, I love the idea of figuring out how other people do email. And again, it's been a big thing for me, but um, I have found that um, I, we have an entire episode on email somewhere. So check our archives <laughs> for that. I'm not sure which episode it is, but we'll include it in our show notes. But um, email, email is a big one. So I think for me, it's just doing the creative work first doing the stuff that fuels me first and then coming back later and doing the administrative stuff. Um, but I've also stopped responding to things that don't need a response. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, there are tons of emails and you know, if you're one of those people that just didn't get an email from me, it's (laughs) because I didn't think it warranted a response. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but you know what, honestly, I was, I was one of those at times. So I missed you big time. I was almost like, I, because it felt like you fell off the face of the earth a little bit and, yeah. uh, and just not, so we were seeing each other almost every day leading up to this trip. And then it was almost like radio silence a little bit, but there's still stuff happening on our end, right. like promoting the podcast. Okay. So the week that I was on vacation and I wasn't getting good reception, our, um, I make episode images. That's one of my job duties. It just didn't happen. Yeah. So there were some things that just didn't happen. And guess what? Like the world didn't end. Our nope. podcast didn't end. Like everything still just kind of happened. So, um, so I guess that was a big thing is that it doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't have to, you can skip a beat and yeah. land right back where you left off. Um, so I kind of think that that's what we're doing here a little bit. Um, but yeah, going on vacation. So for me, I have a year and a half old baby and vacation is not quite vacation. And I feel like this is very like, Oh, boo hoo. You had a bad time at the beach, but like vacation, I'm not used to like my baby goes to daycare and I work really hard all day and I love working. And so then shifting from that to going on vacation, which used to mean going on adventures and, um, kicking back, sleeping in my vacation was one, a sleep regression, which kind of gave me like an episode of like post-traumatic stress <laughs> breakdown because I was afraid that he was going to stop sleeping again. Yeah. So my baby didn't sleep for a year. He only slept for 45 minutes at a time for a year. He finally started sleeping. We go on vacation and he's up every, like it started with him just waking up early, like around 5 a.m., which is totally manageable. I can do that. And then it's, it kept sliding back earlier and earlier. And then it was him being up every three hours. So it didn't feel much like a vacation. It felt a lot like becoming a stay-at-home mom just in a different place. Um, so that was, um, again, I, I need a new word for hard because it's not hard, but it wasn't necessarily challenging. fun. <laughs> Um, and and at one point, um, Jeremy and I, we were like, 
working is more, you know, like working is easier in some ways because at least I know how to work. I'll be honest, like I sometimes don't really know how to be the best mom. Um, but I can record a podcast, that's for sure. Anyway, but then as soon as we got to Charleston, it's kind of like we found our groove and we found our rhythm with each other. And I think also just seeing a new place. Like, I thrive on seeing and doing new things. That's what makes me feel most creative in my life. And so I've been to Seaside for a few years, and I love it. It's beautiful. But um, it, I really like going on a new adventure. And so I really love seeing Charleston. I also think that speaking at this conference was kind of hanging over me. So I went on my vacation first, and then I was speaking the next week at this conference. And um, I don't know how many of you bosses out there do much public speaking, but I get really nervous and almost moody. And my brother, who is a performance artist, like he gets really moody before he goes on stage and performs. And so I kind of felt that way too. And I wonder how much of that was hanging over my trip. So I learned never pair uh, business travel with vacation travel, unless you're doing the business part first, getting it out of the way, and then you can enjoy your vacation. So yeah, so I I feel the same way. So we launched a site um, for um, actually one of our braid indie shopography Indie Boom combo clients. Um, her name is Brenda Mangalore. She's super amazing and a fine artist. And we've been working on fi- finishing up her site. And I definitely found too that um, that as you know the site like little milestones were coming around, like those things were hanging over hanging over my vacation. And it's even worse whenever because there there was one night. Oh man, um, we decided to camp it out um, at a KOA, which are uh, like these. It's a uh, what is it like a brand of of campsites um that you know have great showers so we, we would usually stop at those and like get our shower in and they all had wi-fi um and so we decided one night to pull it over at a koa we get everything set up because i have some some deadlines to meet um and i get my laptop open and their wi-fi is out and so then, and we were in wine country in California, and then I'm just stressed for the next, like, two days until I know I'm going to get, like, some good Wi-Fi for me to, you know, meet my deadlines and send off my files and email a client. And I definitely found that that having so little control over everything <laughs> when you're traveling like that really makes it hard to to be a super type A, like business owner who's trying to like meet deadlines and make people happy and you know know when you're gonna have good wi-fi or not um so yeah it, i have definitely found myself testing my boundaries of stress a lot more on this trip than i ever thought i would and not just even even uh for work um doing our big road trip the way we have um i mean there are lots of nights where we we legitimately had to fear bears (laughs) so like you know setting up your tent and knowing that you cannot eat like in your tent which we never did anyway or you can't eat around your tent or you have to put all the food in either a box or in your car because bears are coming um it's kind of like a whole different way of living um or there are lots of times when we didn't know where we were going to sleep until about 30 minutes outside of a campsite where we you know just sort of made up our mind okay this is where we're going um yeah it kind of shifts your priorities right (laughs) it does survival versus the fluff did it make your business feel like fluff 
It did. It really did, which is which has really made me, again, sort of think a lot about what it is that I do every day and what part of what I do is super important because like I work 30 to 40 hours a week. Um, and if I can work 15 hours a week and basically get all the things done that I need to get done, what am I doing for those other 15 to, you know, 30 or 15 to 20, 25 hours a week? But on the flip side, as your business partner and as one of your clients, I felt it. And your team is <laughs> yeah. great. Like your team is, I love right. them. I love you, Chris. I love you, Corey. David too. Um, they're great, but they're also not you. And so it got yeah. me thinking about like on a bigger scale, what is the, I guess like, what is, what is our role as bosses and as business owners? And so one, it is for us, for you and I specifically, and probably a lot of our listeners Building a team so that we can do things like take vacation is awesome. And I know that even before you went on a vacation, you were like, I'm, I made this happen because I built up the team to do it. And it felt like a little bit of like, almost a little bit of proving it, you know, like you got, no, really I'm doing this because I built a team. It's almost like you were cheerleading yourself. Like I can do it. I can do it. I have a team. I can do it. But then there is still like a little bit of that magic that comes from being the visionary of your business, of being that type A creative that built your business up from the ground up. And and for a while, it was just you. You know what I mean? And so yeah. um, I and I think that I don't have the answer to this. And that's part of the that's part of my like big summer revelation is that I I'm finding that I have a lot of questions and not a whole lot of answers. But I guess my question is. How much can we delegate out as business owners and bosses and how much of it do we have to do you know there's that whole like work harder I mean sorry work smarter not harder but (laughs) I still think that there's like a good amount of hard work on our part as bosses and that's what makes our businesses successful and maybe that's a story I'm telling myself and maybe it's not true but for right now (laughs) it feels a little bit true yeah well and and I definitely think it is I, I especially think the way the way you and I and especially you and your work with braid is such huge advocates of the personal brand and of and of building a brand around yourself it does sort of position you to be like the mojo holder <laughs> like you are the holder of all the mojo and if you are not there you may be able to pass some of that mojo off to to other people, to your team, um, but it's still your mojo. No, yeah. See, I think that you can pass the tasks off to your team. I think that your team can yeah. reply to emails. You can set up systems, and that stuff can happen. Um, you know, someone else can edit the podcasts. Someone else can code some websites. But I think there is like that that mojo factor that is kind of irreplaceable. And so that's something that maybe we'll even start to explore a little bit is like, what is the boss mojo that (laughs) makes a business successful? And how do you, how do you really embrace that boss mojo without getting burnt out? Because I think that you and I were both starting to get a little burnt out before we both left for our trips. Oh, definitely. I mean, actually with, with my business, five and a half years into it now, I mean, I'm definitely a little burnt out. I mean, and not 
not in a bad way, like not super burnt out. Like I love what I do so much and I love building websites and I love coaching my clients to help them build amazing businesses. But walking away from my business and seeing, seeing it almost from the outside and living a life where I'm not connected to it every single day, like getting out of my bubble, um, has definitely made me rethink how it is that I want to help the people that I want to help do what they do. Um, so how it is that I help other entrepreneurs launch a great business online. Maybe it's not doing, you know, branding and websites um, that require so much of my mojo so consistently to go into it. Um, maybe it is something that I can walk away from a little easier and maybe not even walk away from, but something that requires so or requires less of the personal touch, um, but still making the same impact. And and it actually reminds me a lot of uh, our episode with um, Elise and Scott yeah. Bryce from Hey Sweet Pea and how, um, how, you know, they're on their big epic, like forever road trip. Who knows when they're going to end? Um, but, you know, they, they shut down a business similar to mine um, for the exact same reasons. And, um, I think, you know, in the moment I thought, well, you know, you could just set up a team and have everyone do it for you. But then walking away from it, you know, and, and I have not walked away from anything, but like leaving, leaving the confines of the studio to, to run my business elsewhere really made me realize how much I need to be in it for it to be as great as it is. Um, and I love the idea of, of not having to check in for a week. <laughs> I would well, love like, to be able to do that is, like, one day. And it makes me think about the podcast and what we're building here is that I, I think we have a lot of reach and a lot of impact and it's still really personal, but it's not, yes. I mean, it takes a lot of time just to coordinate and, <laughs> right. and record and all of that, but probably not as much as doing like a one-on-one does. I think right. our thing is just, figuring out how to monetize it like we figured out with our with our businesses because we're yeah. not quite there yet with the podcast which brings us to I think that we've been doing a lot of thinking and planning for the podcast and where we want to take it so yeah including today we got together and talked a lot about our New Orleans trip yes I can't wait <laughs> so that's going to be in for those of you who um, are thinking about signing up, we only have a few spots left, like maybe 10, 10 or 15. Maybe. Um, so we're capping out at 75 people and we're going to be going to New Orleans in October. So it's from October 15th to the 18th or 19th. Mm -hmm. So it's for a few days from like a Thursday to a Sunday. And um, yeah, planning that has been a lot of fun. And so we've even started talking yeah. about expanding the being boss model. Um, so stay tuned because lots of stuff is coming up there, but we don't quite have it all figured out yet, but we're working on it. All right. So a big thing, oh, yeah. speaking of um, being able to step away and digital product and building that thing up, one of the things that Braid Creative did is we launched our branding e-course on Yay! June 1st. So the day that you left was the day that it launched, which was really scary. I was like, oh my God, please tell me that you'll have like Wi-Fi on the highway. It went off so well. But um, it ended up being a yes. incredibly successful launch. So yep. in 30 days, 
I'm kind of, I never really talked the specific numbers on here, but um, Emily encouraged me to be transparent because it's something that we do want to um, teach our bosses and our listeners how to do. But in 30 days, we had a $20,000 launch. Yay! And I, and I have to say that, that um, about half of that were hard costs that we spent creating the e-course. So money that we spent with Emily to actually get it up and running and launched, money that we spent um, on a content coach and a copy editor. So, I mean, all of this, it, it helped pay for a lot of that. And that doesn't even include our time in we've spent the last year putting it together. So there, that's a lot of time that we could have spent on one-on-one clients um, that we spent working on our own stuff. But now it's going to be recurring and passive income. So I think we did an episode on passive income. Um, but we might be doing an episode in the future talking about launching and digital product and how to build passive income. And um, yeah, so that was a really exciting thing. And we're really excited about that. And it'll just be interesting to see if we can sustain that. Um, I mean, I definitely don't know, I don't want to like put a limit on myself, but I don't know that we can reach that amount every month. If we did, I don't know, I might be. Oh, Kathleen, not with that attitude. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I know. Give me a pep talk, Emily. Give me a confidence boost. But hopefully, but but this is where, you know, we start, I mean, this goes into a whole new episode that we probably need to record, but. Passive income is anything but passive. You have to spend a lot of time promoting. Um, and, and a lot of people feel really cheesy about promoting themselves or they feel icky. So promoting in a really meaningful way where you're giving your gifts of knowledge away. Um, that's all stuff that we'll talk about in a future episode. But it was really exciting. And if you guys are interested in the branding e-course, you can find that at braidcreative.com. Just so I throw that out there. Um yeah, it was pretty exciting. And so thank you, Emily, for helping us with that. And this is three years in the making um, from combining all of our other e-courses into one. And so it was definitely not an overnight success. It was not something that we wrote in a week or a month. It is something that has taken us a good half a decade, really, of experience <laughs> and expertise to create. Yeah. And then a lot of listening to Emily <laughs> and getting her advice as far as the strategy goes for launching that and um, yeah, everything from pacing to the autoresponders to affiliate programs, there's just a lot that goes into it. So we'll have to do a separate episode on that, but that was an exciting thing and I felt like a total boss. So it was definitely a Yeah, good no, boost. that was totally boss. I was so excited to get that thing launched too. <laughs> Well, just because, like, I, I saw you guys working so hard on it. For so, I mean, we started talking about the, the website side of it. Like, what do we need to do to combine and, and relaunch? We started talking about that in December, like, if you'll remember. I mean, we have been, we had been talking about even just that side of it for six months. Um, so, no, it was, it was just as, like, gratifying for me to watch you guys, like, get that together and launch it. Um as it was to have it go off as such such an easy launch. I mean, I think it's it's pretty rare that uh, that a product launch like that goes out 
you know, goes off without some sort of hiccup. And it was stressing me out that I was leaving the day that you guys, you know, decided to launch too. It was like, am, am I being stupid? Like, should I stay and, and make sure this goes off well? But we did all the footwork. Um, and I had Corey who was there, you know, ready in case anything happened. And I had my iPad and all those things. And, and it went off really, really well. So, um, so no, it was, it was a great launch on both of our sides. So high fives all around. Um, and I'm so excited that it was so like fruitful for you guys. That's, it's exactly what we want. (laughs) Hey bosses. I'm going to take a second to interrupt this episode to tell you that if you're liking being boss and you're ready to level up your game, we've got something just for you. Check out the Being Boss Bundle. It's Kathleen's DIY Coaching for Creatives and my Get Your Shit Together series bundled together at one low price just for you bosses. You can find that at lovebeingboss.com slash bundle. Okay, back to the episode. All right, so the big things that we're getting from vacation is big picture thinking yeah. and really narrowing in on what are we best at. Yes. And yeah, yeah, like where where can we best serve? Where what what is the most important work that we can be doing? Yes. Oh, How can we yeah. have more reach and more impact? Yep. But with meaning and still keeping it personal and not um not getting burnt out. Yeah. Well, and and I I think that's so important for everyone. Like I feel so enlightened. <laughs> like zinned out at the moment in so many ways in ways that I haven't felt in my business in a really really long time and I think that I like I I kind of want to challenge everyone like if you can take two days two days where you have no connectivity and not like not not answer email but one of those things where you can't even look at your phone because I know like how addicted we have all become to connectivity um I have a friend of mine who will carry around an extra charge thing for his phone just so in an emergency he still has a little bit of juice left for you know general connectivity um and it's a, it's a thing like David's mom gave us one of those like little backup batteries too before we left just in case um I think that there is something so humanizing almost to to disconnect completely for two days if you can do it um, and really see what it is that you think about in terms of your business. Like for me, I was thinking um, I spent my time in the woods <laughs> thinking about thinking about my one-on-one clients um, and not even so much my design and development clients, but the coaching side of what I do with Indie Boom. I wasn't thinking about how I can make people's search engines more fu- or search functions more functional I was thinking about how I could help them build, um, you know, do better product launches or, or you know, how is it the, or what is the best way of, of launching a product with a webinar or how is it that they can use content marketing to, to, you know, market their services or whatever. So I definitely found that, um, that being alone <laughs> without like all your Twitter friends and all of your Facebook friends and all of your Instagram likes, um, I think that being alone like that will really give you the freedom to think, but then pay attention to what it is that you think about. Are, are you thinking about, you know, systems or are you thinking about how you can make your client experience better? For me, it was thinking about how I can help more people um, build an online business that gives them the freedom that I have experienced in the past, 
in the past four weeks because I have experienced some pretty sincere freedom <laughs> in choosing where I want to sleep at night and um, and when I want to work on some scale. Sometimes that was decided for me. Um, so, you know, how it is that, that I can help others find that freedom. It wasn't, it wasn't about websites, which is really funny to me. So it really becomes more about lifestyle, right? Yeah. Oh, tons, tons. And giving people the knowledge that they need to build a lifestyle where they can choose whatever, whether it's where they live or how they live or who they live with or whatever. It's about, I don't know, finding what gives you the freedom to think about what you want to do (laughs) as well as do it. So I had, so I had another person who was on a big road trip come in and visit me. So the cool thing about Oklahoma City being in the heartland is that it's in the middle of all these major highways. Right. So I get a lot of fantastic people driving through and visiting. So Sarah Von Bargen from yesandyes.org came through town and we've been internet buddies for a long time. And so it was cool that you were on a road trip. She was on a road trip. She came and stayed here for a night And we were having dinner, and her whole thing is, if you're not familiar with her website, is to say yes, like to say yes to adventure. And she's always going to like weird, quirky little museums or challenging herself to try all these new things. And it's kind of reminding me of what you're saying, because I don't think it's just um, taking two days off to think, but really removing yourself from what you usually do and giving yourself space Anyway, one of the things that I loved about Sarah and just observing her is that um, she was really getting stuff done and being an amazing, she's an amazing working creative. She doesn't necessarily want an empire. She doesn't want to be like walking through a door and people are just throwing money at her. She just wants to live comfortably and get stuff done. Um, and make a good living just doing what she loves, but being able to take a six-week road trip around the country. So that's what she was doing. And one of the things I loved about her that I really needed to see with my own eyeballs, and this reminds me of you too, Emily, is that she was able to get stuff done without getting in a total tizzy over it. I find that most creative entrepreneurs that I know, myself included, (laughs) get so like impatient and worked up and just like uh, these like kind of almost like crazy cycles of self-doubt and but then like kind of like a manic creating stuff and then burning themselves out and like these just like really volatile cycles of working and um she just seemed really even to me and that's you seem really even to me too Emily a lot of times like I've seen you get a little worked up but nothing (laughs) nothing like uh, you know, not like total meltdowns and maybe, maybe the meltdowns are not on the podcast. Like maybe it's whenever I don't see you. Yeah. Don't talk to David about that. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I don't. I I don't get really worked up. But, um, anyway, I just really liked how, how even she was. And so I think that's something that I'm really striving for in my own business and my own life is just kind of a little more evenness. Yeah. No, I I agree with that so much. And that actually like brings some clarity to me even. We were talking earlier about Brenda, like the new Indie Boom projects that's going to launch soon. And she is like, she has been dream client for me. She is so wonderful. And she is one of the most even people that I know, like that I have ever talked to. Like she 
is just she's such a pleasure to talk to and also like another one of those would be um lindsey kluge who is also a braid in the uh indie boom condo condo combo um and she's another one of those people who's just so like she doesn't get worked up about anything she's just super even and but she like they both run amazing businesses they get their shit done um and like everyone just simply like loves working with them um and i think that um i think that that's huge for for building something bigger than yourself is you have to like get out of yourself a little bit and and, you know deal with your own problems like away (laughs) but otherwise like generally just get stuff done i think that's a that's such a huge lesson but like not even just dealing dealing with your own problems and i i don't know i i just felt like and maybe this isn't quite right i mean well sarah and yourself included like there's no um it's not like you're saying i don't have problems but it just feels like you don't focus on them like there yeah sure there's some stuff that happens like a launch might have some hiccups or something didn't go quite right or a customer wasn't happy but it's not like that's where all your focus is no that that it is It's, it's a huge thing um i think that what i've noticed with creative entrepreneurs that that feel more zen is that they're really they're focusing on the good stuff whenever they're posting to Facebook and it's not that they're being Pollyanna-ish about it they're just not choosing so they're just not choosing to dwell on the bad stuff and I feel like even so on my vacation in Florida I will admit I was dwelling on the hard stuff and feeling yeah. real sorry for myself. And then I see you coming <sighs> off of your 40 day road trip where you've had to pack up at 3 a.m. because you were getting rained on, you know, and like yep. where, but you turned it into, I feel like you spun it into, oh, and you also mentioned that you were getting eaten up by bugs, like eaten alive <laughs> by bugs. It's raining, but you weren't like, uh, it was like the crappiest night of my life. Instead, you're like, oh my gosh, you won't believe what happened. And, you know, like it's not, <laughs> it's not the end of the world. And so that's just for me an attitude that I would love to take on. And that's why I'm glad that I have bosses like you and Sarah Von Bargen to look up to because I feel like you guys are just so much more, it's not like bad things don't happen, but you just don't dwell on them. Oh, I'm about to come give you a hug in there. (laughs) Well, no, I, I, I think it's huge. And that is something that I've thought a lot about and doing this because because this has been huge and you know there's even like <laughs> there's even like biblical references to like 40 days in the wilderness sort of things like like 40 days is a big thing and it's across like multiple religions so it's not just like a biblical thing like there's something super symbolic about a 40 day thing and we did not plan it that way but it is funny to us that it is like whenever we started calling it our 40 day adventure we were thinking yeah it'll probably be about 45 days like we're gonna you know hit up some stuff but it is actually going to end up being exactly 40 days which is nuts um but one of the things that I have I have definitely learned, and, and that the story of the grassland where we, we decide to just sort of wing it, we decide to camp like just off the highway in a national grassland in South Dakota, we set up our tent, it's beautiful outside, and then the bugs come out. <laughs> and we could not leave our tent. It was horrific. Um, but it was literally one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Oh, 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 we didn't put the rain fly on that night because the stars were magnificent 
magnificent. And I remember laying there in the tent with like the mesh over the top and watching a shooting star go by. I mean, like this is the kind of shit that actually happens. <laughs> um, and then at three o'clock in the morning, I get woken up because we're getting rained on. And so we like Lily's asleep. David scoops her up like in her sleeping bag and puts her in the car while David and I try to get uh, our tent packed up uh, while the bugs are out and it's starting to rain. And, um, and we leave at three o'clock in the morning David drives for a couple of hours. We finish sleeping in a parking lot <laughs> in wall, South Dakota. Um, and it was, it, it, but it was an adventure. And I feel like, you know, we, I keep, kept talking about this being our 40 day adventure, but it, it really has sort of become like a life lesson in that even like the shitty things that happen, um, it's an adventure. Like it all compiles up to mean something and it's going to mean something super negative if that's what you focus on. But if you think of it as a positive adventure, even if something bad happens and expect bad things to happen, like I think that's like part of the lesson too is like we weren't going to go on this road trip. And nothing bad happened. Like 40 days, something bad's going to happen. Um, we got a nail in our tire, <laughs> which isn't really that bad. But, you know, we had some small hiccups along the way. But it's all part of the grander adventure that if you if you can focus on the positive aspects, then whenever you get home to tell your stories, it's going to be all the positive things that you remember and that you tell others about. Oh, see, I love this. Like, and so now, so I've been feeling like this tremendous amount of regret over my Florida adventure because I focused on the fact that my baby was going through a sleep regression and that he was like super whiny, like probably teething the whole time. And I could not find the positive spin on it. And I still can't really find the positive spin on it. But um, other than like we'll talk how about beautiful that, that, like, that we even get to take a vacation. But I don't know. Anyway, so what what I found whenever we went from Florida to Charleston and things started getting a little bit better, I think the the baby, he was maybe his teething episode was over, but and he still wasn't sleeping well, but one of the things that I did is just kind of reframe it in my mind like okay, the sleep regression isn't a good or bad thing. It's just a thing that's happening. And so kind of neutralizing my emotions. And the same can be said for um, for business and neutralizing your emotions. So, for example, the really awesome launch, I'm not waiting for the other shoe to drop necessarily, but I'm, try I'm not trying to get overly excited about it so I can avoid just more of that evenness. Like, I want to celebrate it, and it's exciting, and I want other people to have success like that. Um, but I also don't want to hang my hat on it and, you know, and be done because I'm not done. So, um, anyway, just, just finding more neutrality in, in the moments. Um, basically like maybe I just need to be on mood altering drugs. Not <laughs> like, so, that's it so that's it's not like high highs I'm and low lows but it. instead just a little more even <laughs> so like maybe like our businesses yeah. or you know creative entrepreneurs in general put your business on a mood altering drug so that you can just be more even <laughs> and I think that I'm speaking I'm speaking at this from like I was just observing the Facebook group because a lot of people in there are really vulnerable about their lows 
And then a lot of people are really excited about their launches. And so it just feels like a little crazy. Yeah. It does. It, it does feel really maybe, crazy. Maybe there's a little bit of that happening. It is. I, I think finding some neutrality is super important. Um, and... Oh, I do, but I also don't. I also think that that I'm also <laughs> coming off of a 40-day crazy road trip where I'm just like, whatever, just be happy about everything and travel the world and meet all the people and be positive. Um, yeah, but you're still even and you're still like even from a positive yeah. place, you know? And so that's, that's, I think, something to aspire to. And yeah, go <sighs> you. I I love it that you did this. So are you going to go on more road trips every year? Like, do you want to do this kind of, like, long-term travel? Um, oh, long-term, definitely. We'll definitely change the way we do. The, it, one of the whole things about doing this trip this way was we just wanted to kind of see as much as possible. Um, what that meant, though, is I've been driving full-time. Like, David and I have been driving the car, like, easily, easily five to eight hours most days, probably over half the week, um, which has been super, super tiring and totally has us wanting to change the way we do it. We'll definitely do more road trips. We hope next year to either do Colorado or like Washington, Oregon and drive up and spend a month in like a central place. Um, like in yeah, one area, in, maybe not driving yes, exactly. so much. And really experiencing an area. Because there was a lot of times that we had to like move on to the next place when there were, you know, buckets of things that we wanted to do still. Um, so we will definitely be doing it and doing it long term. Um, I'm now a camper. Like we, we've been talking about, you know, we're moving to Chattanooga and wanting to camp at least once a month. Like pack up the tent and some s'mores and go like sleep in the woods for two nights. There's, oh, there's something so... I don't know, like calming, which is not surprising. Go out and enjoy some nature, guys. It's good for you. It's really, really good for you. But I want to sleep outside more. Like I'm totally okay with doing that. Um, it has been, it has been such, such a fun time. Um, and we'll definitely be doing a lot more traveling. All right. I feel like I didn't do a very good job today. <laughs> Well, look at you thinking about the <laughs> negative things, Kathleen. <laughs> I think you did fine. You got super vulnerable about a launch. No, no, no. This is just, um, it's just, um, you know, like catching up and being real. And um, I'm, I'm just excited about it. It almost feels like season two of Being Boss is about to happen because it has been a month since we've chatted. So I'm just really excited about what we're going to be talking about here coming up in our next few episodes and the kinds of experts that we can bring on. Um, and then also our new Orleans trip. I'm super excited about that. Um, and yeah. yeah, I just feel like there, I mean, there really is, I, things are just falling into place and happening well. And I think it comes with, and this is something I want to talk about in a future podcast or maybe in a newsletter or something is just, kind of trusting the process and the process is consistently showing up and being seen and doing the work every day, whether you're on vacation or at home, wherever you are, if you just keep doing the work, good things are going to happen. And I feel like we're definitely seeing that in all of our business ventures right now. So yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Just show up and do the work, right? If you like Being Boss, be sure to sign up for our newsletter at lovebeingboss.com. 
where you'll get episode worksheets, secret content, and other goodies delivered straight to your inbox every week. Again, that's lovebeingboss.com. Do the work, be boss, and we'll see you next week. You know, it's so funny because it's been a minute um, since we've done a podcast, and now I'm starting to. Okay, so every time we record a podcast, I get a little bit of a vulnerability hangover. Yeah, um, we both do. Usually, it's the day a thing. after we record, I'm like, "Oh God, what did I say?" And now I'm ki- kind of in the moment. I'm like, yeah. "Oh my God." What am I saying? <laughs> Welcome to it, Kathleen. We're right back at it. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. I feel like I feel like I have to like restructure my mind to do pod- podcasts. Sometimes, like I can have a general conversation, <laughs> but sometimes thinking thinking about podcasting is hard. Um, my life is so hard. Edit that part out, Corey. Um, See, exactly. This is what I'm talking about, though. Like, <laughs> ah, maybe we should start over. No, we're not starting over. We'll make this sound good. Corey, make it sound good.